0: Excellencies, Ambassadors and High Commissioners. Ms. Baloy has outlined uh, what we thought this session should do. It's not unfamiliar Uh, uh, to yourselves. What's nice is that today, the way that uh, Ms. Baloy has arranged the program, we're going to discuss real stuff. We're not going to be moaning about the cost of rent in New York or (laughs) the leaking office in the Netherlands, or, you know, uh, inadequacy of bananas in Malaysia. Huh? We're going to really discuss uh, key issues. So let me recognize the excellencies, the ambassadors and high commissioners, our senior officials, deputies, director general, uh, and you guests who are with us today. I'm really uh, pleased to have this opportunity to talk to you Uh, this afternoon, about this critical task uh, assigned to you of helping to advance the growth priorities of South Africa through effective use of our global network of embassies, high commissions, and consulates. Uh, Often as a, a foreign affairs, we are required to justify our existence because many uh, treasuries all over the world believe uh, that departments of foreign affairs are glamour uh, departments and that we really don't do real work, Uh, we kind of traverse the global uh, community in order to eat and and drink. Uh, Fortunately I don't drink but uh, we we do eat. we do need uh, to be able to explain to our colleagues that actually what we form is a very important global network that can play a strategically important role in contributing to the objectives that our country has. All of you uh, are very well acquainted with the very difficult challenges that confront South Africa, that triple problem of poverty, inequality, and unemployment. And as part of the vanguard of those seeking to overturn uh, these challenges, you, through your work, contribute or should be contributing to addressing them. I believe that you as our diplomatic representatives are in a very unique position in that you have access we don't have to potential future investors but also something we don't talk about often enough and that is you have access many of you not everyone but many of you to useful examples Of successful economies that could provide innovative solutions for us in terms of policy and practice. I think that we don't do enough about looking at that analytical aspect uh, of what is good practice elsewhere? How do I use my observation of good practice to inform South African policy and practice and I I would really love to see you doing much more of that kind of analytical research (coughs) work which would say to uh, Minister Ndabeni Abrahams in terms of best practice in small business development, look at this we have noted that in country B where I'm represented small business development created this niche area and established 100,000 jobs. Or in country Z, I observed something else in terms of industrialization, manufacturing capacity, or other areas of development. And I think that uh, what we uh, should not limit ourselves to is just being a contact point. You also need to be a reference point. And that relies on analysis and review of the context in which you are. Some may not find that there are examples, but many of you, I'm sure, would be able to tell us, if you wish to digitize significantly, this is the framework in terms of statute uh, that you need. These are the incentives that work for the technology sector this is the skills development work that you need to do and i have a partner college that could partner with an institution in south africa so it's not just about for me the investment conference it's far broader uh, work that i believe your presence outside south africa lends itself to I also think that uh, our embassies play a very important role by introducing South Africa mm. to the world, as well as by working hard at identifying and securing, as we're going to talk about today, prospective investors for South Africa. Actually, uh, coming here, Ms. Baloy, uh, having drafted this speech drawing on the very good notes you provided me, I thought to myself maybe let me not make a speech because their excellencies get bored with me, I'm always talking. Uh, And I thought maybe what I should do is go around the room and I should ask them why are you here? And they must tell me I've brought 10 companies which are bringing 50 million or 500 million dollars or I've brought 15 or... I brought one but that one is 600 million. I thought maybe that's what I should really have done uh, but because I'm a kind person, <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't gone that way. So, but uh, I assume that wherever you're located, you're working hard at identifying and securing prospective investors for our country, South Africa. In the last few years, particularly in your years of service in diplomacy, you've acquired really important skills. You've acquired skills and experience in advancing economic diplomacy and the success of the investment conferences results, I think, from a lot of the work that you do. And that's why I wanted to go around the room, because uh, I think when they make those announcements Uh, They don't say uh, that uh, Consular Representative Sunduza is the one who went to the Hollywood studios and secured a particular Netflix uh, investment. They don't say uh, that uh, High Commissioner Mseleku is the one who was speaking to the largest uh, billionaire in Nigeria, Dangote, to persuade him to invest in cement in South Africa. They don't mention uh, that it was uh, High Commissioner Malcolmson uh, who perhaps spoke to the halal meat industry in Malaysia and persuaded them on tons of halal beef imports uh, from South Africa. So, you know, while we mention the numbers and the initiatives, we don't often have uh, that link. So I thought if you share the link with me, I could share it when I have the opportunity with His Excellency so that he understands the kind of contribution uh, that you are making I think for those of you who represent South Africa in the so-called developed economies, but also in the larger emerging markets there's a great deal that you can do to assist us in the areas I've made a reference to I'm sure you'll agree to me that diplomacy with me that diplomacy is not only about analyzing geopolitical dynamics and engaging in political consultations with host nations. It is about far more. You will all need to up your skill sets and prove yourselves to be savvy and connected in the business world in which you're located as well. If you don't know the key business people in your country of current domicile, they're not really serving us well. Our president has championed our country's efforts to increase foreign direct investment to our country. His target of attracting economic development, uh, his target of attracting investment, by courting significant economic development funding into our country, with investments aimed at 1.3 trillion over five years has largely influenced the work that you do in your various missions. The South African Investment Conference has become a key forum to indicate delivery on this objective. This forum has grown in size and relevance and I've noted that it is now on the calendar of many important captains of industry as well as significant political leaders worldwide. Other leaders are talking about having investment conferences like this, drawing on the South African uh, model uh, that they've observed in a very positive way. I also uh, do note uh, that even heads of mission in South Africa have complained if they're not invited. So clearly it's being regarded as a very important uh, event. I wish to thank all of you for contributing to the success of the President's Investment Conference and the drive to attract FDI. I also want to thank you for ensuring that you bring along a wide array of business delegations to our shores. This is really appreciated and extremely important. I know that uh, when you embark on investment drives in your countries of accreditation, you are likely to be confronted by negative sentiments due to prevailing challenges here at home. So I know it's not easy, right? It's not easy for me either, I've just been reading financial mail, you should see what they're writing about me. I've never been called foolish in my time, but now I'm being called foolish. Uh, So you know that uh, the context uh, you are having to speak about and represent is not an easy one. But while our country is facing several challenges, ranging from electricity outages to water shortages and rampant crime, we must also recognize our efforts at addressing these and at creating new opportunities in our country. We are really a country ripe for business, incredibly, and so we must never downplay the opportunities, even given the difficult circumstances. I know it's not easy to market our country, given our serious financial constraints, in particularly the budgets that your missions uh, receive, and of course the very severely limited Uh, entertainment budget uh, which does pose a challenge uh, for all of you we're doing everything we can at head office to cut costs and to learn to do more with less but it is very very difficult sadly our budget allocation for the next financial year is less when linked with inflation than the year before so clearly we have A real challenge. This inadequacy of funding places undue stress on our officials and makes it difficult for them to effectively deliver on their mandate. (coughs) So it is in this context of difficult financial possibilities that we see that not all the heads of mission we wanted to have here were able to attend this particular investment conference in person. (coughs) It is these challenges of budget, of adequate financing, that make it so difficult to travel. But as I say this, I also know that despite our constraints, we are better resourced than many of our fellow African ambassadors and their embassies and we have to learn to be innovative in reaching out to the investor community because we're only going to change our circumstance by growing our economy there's no other way we can't talk ourselves out of problems we can't imagine ourselves out of the problems it's only when we grow our economy and have higher levels of growth that we'll see significant job creation that we'll see effective business formation and that we will then have enough public revenue to grow the allocations that we provide to you in your missions. But without growth, we can't move. And that's why it's critical that you play the role that you are playing in attracting investors. We have established the coordination mechanism for economic diplomacy. And I think uh, one of the things I would like you to assist me with is to make this coordination mechanism work. It draws together colleagues from departments that we believe are relevant to the mandate that we have as international relations. So your trade and industry, your big sectors like agriculture, water, finance, are all part of this uh, mechanism. (coughs) And I would welcome you from time to time, advising myself or the Director General on issues that are proving to be a real barrier to our economic ambition. And that would give me then the opportunity to table those issues at the coordination mechanism so that we resolve them. I uh, meet uh, business people, as uh, we did uh, recently in uh, Cameroon, uh, in Ghana, and elsewhere, and they tell me, visa, visa. (laughs) Now, in that mechanism, home affairs is present. So I'm able to say to them, are you aware that the officials working in this mission do not know that we provide business visas? do not know that we provide multiple entry business visas? Could we provide the information to them? Or do you know that the official in Embassy C didn't read the circular you sent last October, and they're not implementing the correct regulation? Because this is happening, excellencies. The the things you complain about, some of your officials don't actually know the rules because they never read the circular. When people used to say, read the circular in the comedies, we used to laugh, but actually it's a serious thing. We need to ensure that those we work with understand the rules, including the heads of mission. Uh, A businesswoman in Cameroon was telling me I own several hotels in South Africa, but each time I want to travel to South Africa, I have to apply for a new visa for single entry. So we told the ambassador that actually we have a multiple entry provision which runs over several years which allows business people who have established assets in South Africa or a significant investment to come to our country and we need to use those regulations. and and rules uh, effectively so I am asking you when there are challenges could you alert the Director General or myself and let us put the issue in the coordination mechanism so that uh, we can help your economic diplomacy initiatives succeed. I also uh, in that similar vein wish to encourage much more rigorous communication and cooperation between yourselves and our headquarters it's important that you outline to us the plans you have on how you'll follow up on the commitments made at this investment conference and how you followed up on previous uh, commitments i do note that a majority of the commitments have in fact been implemented but there are a significant number which have not been acted upon. And it shouldn't be something we just allow to pass by. We need to have a sense of what's the actual cause. Why was that plant not put up as promised at the investment conference in 2019? So let's not let things pass by. Let's actually follow through and uh, give us a sense of uh, what it is we should be supporting you to do. I also uh, would expect uh, that within a few weeks of this (coughs) investment conference you will send us your indication of your plan of follow-up on the commitments that will be announced tomorrow. If you do that then I'll know you're really serious but if you just disappear into the ether I'll know that you were just missing home and you came for a quick visit, but you weren't really serious about supporting the President to achieve uh, his uh, goals. The President has indicated to us that he intends to increase the target uh, from the next term. And so we're going to have even more work uh, uh, to do. So one of the things we've got to begin looking at, so what are the sectors in which we don't really have exciting new investments yet? And which are the countries? And it doesn't always have to be just your country where you're represented. It could be that you give good intelligence to Ambassador kwele about his area and say, Ambassador, are you aware, company such and such, has long had a keenness. Just follow up. I met one of their managers, you know, or to High Commissioner Mamabolo. Are you aware? Or to Ambassador Maketuga. So you, you link in with each other as well. Don't work like, you know, a solitary soldier out there. Really work with each other and cooperate so that we actually achieve uh, these goals because they're achievable. We can achieve high levels of growth. We can achieve success. South Africa is a country with talent. It's a country with capabilities. We are just not yet exploiting them to their full ability. And if we did so, this will be a great country. I believe it can, and with your help, I'm sure you really uh, uh, will assist us. Allow me to conclude by encouraging you to continue the really excellent work and also thanking you once more for the work you're doing as heads of mission, uh, living outside our country and really supporting our government and our people to achieve our country's national interests. I remember once asking uh, uh, Frini Jinwala, you know, uh, whether she didn't hark to be an ambassador since she spent so much time outside our country and had very good networks outside South Africa she gave me a dirty look and she said me going to exile again <laughs> never <laughs> but I know you don't feel you're in exile you know that uh, you are representing South Africa and that there are important obligations uh, that we've got to succeed at achieving Thank you very much, and I hope you enjoy the conference.